stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. You celebrated the 70th anniversary of Indian independence, and we celebrated the 100th anniversary of Canadian Confederation. Or 150, right? Who's really keeping track of these things? Uh, that's kind of an encapsulation right there of just how dreadful this India trip has been for Justin Trudeau. You ever have one of those days where you're having a bad day already and then things just keep on getting worse to the point where you feel as though you're just trapped in hell? I mean, that's what this trip seems like. I get that India is important. I get that especially the Liberal Party of Canada feels, uh, you know, the the impetus to reach out to Canada's Indo-Canadian community. But they could not have made more of a mess of this trip if they had tried. In fact, it kind of seems like that's what they were trying to do. Maybe that's the only way to make sense of some of the headlines that have been coming out in recent days. All of it culminating in about as bad a headline as you can imagine. On a state visit to India, we have learned that a man by the name of Jaspal Atwal was invited to not one, but two events during Trudeau's state visit to India. Mr. Atwal was convicted of attempted murder 30 years ago in the 1986 shooting of an Indian politician in B.C. He's a former member of a group known as the International Sikh Youth Federation which has been listed as a terrorist group in Canada since 2003. They do stuff like, you know, assassinations, bombings, that kind of stuff. How on earth did this happen? We're going to be looking back and talking about that India trip, I think, for some time. Uh, David Aiken, parliamentary correspondent for Global News, uh, has been uh, following all of this. Uh, David, uh, help help us make sense of how this got so bad. Well, uh, let's talk about, first of all, Mr. Atwal, Jasper, uh, Jasper Atwal, um, who, if you do a rudimentary search of, say, the Vancouver Suns archives, his name pops up like crazy ever since 1986 when he was involved in a plot with three other men to try and uh, kill, they, they ambushed, a uh, visiting minister of the government of uh, Punjab, in, uh, and they did that on Vancouver Island. In 1987, he was sentenced to 20 years in jail. He gets out in 1992. He's on parole, and he's starting to hit up liberal MPs, and I should point out a conservative MP, at least one, uh, to help help him get a visa so he can go home to India. So here's a Sikh extremist. He's getting in, into the, the politics of things, and by 2011, at least, he is the president of a federal liberal riding association in uh, in, in, near Vancouver, in Surrey, essentially. He's, he's a big player in local liberal politics. It is, seems to me, and, and every time he's mentioned in the press in the Vancouver Sun, it is with the guy who was convicted of attempted murder and sentenced for 20 years, a Sikh extremist. It's impossible to miss his background, and yet he became the president of a liberal riding association. There, there apparently are no rules about the kind of person who can be a riding association president. They get elected, and if they have criminal records, I guess that's the way it is. But that Randeep Sarai, who is the current Liberal MP for the riding of Surrey Centre, he's first elected in 2015, that he did not know this individual's past seems difficult to square with the fact that this individual at Atwell was so notorious. So yeah. notorious that in 2012, he went to, he got at the VIP pass to go see a speech by then Liberal BC Premier Christy Clark, 
Someone pointed out saying, how are you giving VIP passes to this terrorist? She denounced him. It's in the papers. And this is just two years before Sarai becomes the MP for the region. I can tell you, I've been phoning around on my sources today, the RCMP had no chance to vet the guest list here. They are normally not provided the list of attendees at Trudeau events overseas. It is the host country responsible for uh, security, uh, if there was some security here. But it was certainly the responsibility of the PMO, the MP, the, in other words, the liberal politicians. It was their job to screen and vet things. And now they have, as you pointed out, they've made a hat of Canada-India relations. Yeah, this this is bad. I mean, it would it would be like uh, like like France, you know, bringing a, a convicted FLQ member to to a state dinner in Canada. I mean, it's it's impossible to imagine, uh, you know, a worse misstep uh, when we're trying to foster better relations with with India. India becoming such an important country globally. Uh, this I, I just I can't understand it. And, and there's a few things. I mean, we we started off this segment talking about the the trip as a whole, and I think there's. Let's see, there's a few elements to sort of unpack, to use that word. Certainly that this terrorism thing is the one that makes this trip uh, really bad. There, there's just no getting around it. This yeah. has not been good. Uh, but aside that, there was early suggestions that Trudeau had been snubbed by Prime Minister Modi, the Indian Prime Minister, because Modi didn't come to the airport to greet Trudeau. And I want to put a little color on that. I was with Harper's, Prime Minister Harper, when he visited India in 2009 and again in 2012. I've traveled all around the world with Trudeau, traveled all around the world with Harper. And you know what? No leader anytime, anywhere comes to the airport to visit our PM. So if you think that's a snub, then you must think Harper got snubbed for 10 years and Trudeau gets snubbed everywhere. They just don't do it. Modi has done it a couple of times for a couple of leaders. And frankly, I don't think that's very becoming on Modi, scurrying down to the airport in New Delhi to greet someone. He's got a perfectly good palace where he normally hosts our PM, and that's where he'll be hosting Trudeau tomorrow, the regular thing. It'll be a one-on-one. -on -one. There'll be a bilateral cabinet meeting, and then Modi's going to throw him a nice big state uh, you know, lunch. Mm -hmm. That is all protocol. So I don't think there was a, there was a snub necessarily there. Hit, Trudeau's trip is going to very many of the same places Harper went to. Harper went to the Taj Mahal. Harper went to the Golden Temple. Harper had a Bollywood event with a Bollywood star. The, the, the general arc of the, the itinerary is very similar to Harper's. The other thing to, to evaluate this one is the outfits. And, and Rob, you've probably seen social media sort of light up on oh, this. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. It looks great, I suppose. Some people go, oh, isn't that wonderful? But there's a lot of people who are Indians in India going, this guy's overdressed if he was the groom at his own Indian wedding. And there <laughs> right. may be something to say that that might be over the top. But that's going to be a judgment call. If you love Trudeau, you're probably going, that's fabulous. If you don't like Trudeau, you're going, oh, my God, can you just wear a business suit? And again, to compare with Harper in 09 and 12, yes, Harper was barefoot in the Golden Temple and did have his head covered, but he wore a business suit uh, because that's what Canadian prime ministers tend to wear when they're overseas. They wear business suits, but not this guy, Trudeau. When he's in India. Right. And yeah, I mean, there's there's a hypersensitivity these days about cultural appropriation. And, and I, I, I don't want to accuse Trudeau of that, but it, it just seemed, yeah, it seemed so excessive. It seemed so over the top. And it, it wasn't well received there. And, and maybe it was for domestic audience, but I'm, I'm not so sure how, why they thought that would play well. Well, again, I, I would say, again, 
any just as with conservative politicians as with liberal politicians they go to india they are really looking for the photo op back home as you know in in calgary there is a whole diaspora of uh of, of Sikh voters of people from india as there are in vancouver as there is in in brampton right now my twitter feed i'm looking at a picture of the ontario the former ontario progressive conservative leader patrick brown he's real pals with india's pm modi and there's a picture of him in the in the native indian dress there's a conservative politician campaigning in india worried about the pictures back home so this is something that both liberal and conservative politicians do they go to india looking for photo ops that play well back home but there's a different tone to what harper and his group did compared to what trudeau and his group are doing and yes i think trudeau's opening himself up to some criticism that it's a little bit over the top right or i mean or it came across like a family vacation have his wife and kids there we there was some story as well about uh, some celebrity chef that they had flown in you know that that doesn't fly i don't think uh pardon well, the pun very run well all of this by a political smell test right? right again i'll go back to over the years yes uh rachel and ben harper traveled with their parents sometimes i know when the queen had their jubilee off they went to uh, england to celebrate that and then we went to, they had some business in, in paris so they were traveling as a family it happens from time to time yeah. but it's when again with the trudeau family like they are core to the photo op i cannot recall ben and rachel you know being tossed about happily by stephen harper or you know dressing up in costume to support a family photo op Lorene and stephen would show up together but you know the trudeau family you know that it's a political decision it's going to be the trudeau family we're showing off and again if you like that sort of stuff you're going to love it and if you don't like that sort of stuff, you're going to roll your eyes and go, come on, buddy, can you just get back to work? Right. Now, I mean, at the end of it, it's about fostering uh, closer ties with India, in particular economic ties. And there was some some deals announced by the prime minister, I think about a billion dollars worth or so, which I, I understand previous prime ministers have, have come away with, with bigger commitments, but it's it's not nothing. So w- what do we make of what was actually accomplished here? I don't think we can say until we're done with Modi tomorrow, because that is the politically, that's the big day. It's a, I think it's the final day or he has one more day. I think it's a couple of meetings, but I think we're going to have to wait till we see what happens with Modi. One of the things that I think a lot of Canadian business people were hoping for is not a full on free trade agreement, but what's called a foreign investment protection agreement. The idea that um, if that if I'm a Canadian company, I want to set up operations in India, that the Indian government is going to treat my Canadian company just like Indian companies are treated. We have one of these things with China. Uh, we have one of these things with other countries. And it's the first step towards investment on both sides. And I think there are a lot of people looking for this, what's called FIPA, this Foreign Investment Protection Agreement. Um, we're waiting to hear uh, if there's going to be movement on that. But that might be the sort of thing that the two prime ministers announce when they meet tomorrow. Uh, the, the billion dollars worth of deals is, you know, compared to the size of India, compared to the size of our economy, not much. But then on the other hand, we do almost no trade with India, given each country's relative size. And that's been an issue for 10 years. And I got to say, part of that is India. India has a lot of tariffs. They've just increased the tariffs on some Canadian agricultural exports. They're not a free trade society. Uh, it's a society still where there's a, a lot of inequality, a lot of poverty. And they've often thought the best way to improve their lot is by keeping foreign manufacturing foreign stuff out. So that is an issue that India has, I think. It's not really ready to be the kind of free trading nation that we're ready to be. Um, and so you could, you could argue that there's not a lot there for us economically. I think it really is much more the people-to-people stuff, which is 
just as important because there's a whole lot of people in this country who have a lot of connections, family and otherwise, uh, with India. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens uh, as uh, the prime ministers meet. Maybe an opportunity to, to salvage this so far disastrous trip. Uh, David Aiken, yeah, appreciate it. Definitely dis- no matter what happens tomorrow, Rob, I agree. Disastrous because of this terrorist thing. I, oh, they, 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 they could announce a full-on free trade agreement tomorrow. It's not going to overlook. This has uh, just been a big fail, having this terrorist show up at your events. Oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> didn't think we'd be talking about a headline like that. Uh, all right, Global News Chief Political Correspondent David Aiken, thank you for this. Cheers. All right. 403-974-8255 is our number. We had a lot more still to get to in the program here this afternoon, but we're going to come back with some more thoughts, uh, your thoughts as well, uh, on this whole mess. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.